one from me, Brent Graham. It's Thursday night. It's time for the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters. And boy, does Rugby Chat matter on a Rugby Championship weekend. We're going to introduce both guests. we just got the two gentlemen stepping in tonight. We'll talk, of course, Rugby Championship. We're going to be discussing the two big games taking place this weekend. And then Henrik will stay on and talk to us a little bit about the NPC, which also, in fact, I think there was a game midweek, and it carries on tomorrow morning. But let's start off at the top of the screen there and introduce the undertaker, Henrik Swart. Henrik, it looks like you're somewhere in the North Pole there, mate. Things cold down in Cape Town. Brent, yeah, it's a bit chilly. We had a, a bit of rain yesterday and today. Um, yeah, no, winter, it looks like winter has come at last. Um, we haven't had a, a lot of rain um, for, for a Cape winter. So, yeah, it's very cold here. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess it's, it's warm um, a few kilometers from me down Millington side where, where Oracle is after the cracking form he was in last week. So, yeah, no, but thanks for having me on the show. I'm looking forward to the show. Yes, and before I bring the Oracle in, just to welcome all the boys on the live chat. Uh, we had a great turnout last weekend, and this weekend looking pretty good so far. Boys, of course, like Shark Brain saying, well done, Oracle. You were spot on. So let me welcome Oracle to the show and say, Oracle, we're all dying to hear about uh, how much you enjoyed that game last weekend. I mean, when New Zealand scored, now bear in mind, and I might even look for the clip while one of you are talking later and play it, but... You were all over the box, but you said, look, guys, if it's minus one, minus two, minus three, I'll make money. But if it's minus 15, I absolutely keen up. Now, New Zealand scored with about two minutes to go to rob you of the cap, only for Billy DeRue to come back and, and, and score. What, what did you go through those final minutes? Um, I was, you know, you get those uh, moments of shock. I was literally sitting there thinking to myself, where did that come from? And uh, there was that break earlier in the game. I think it was Bowden Barrett. And I said to my mate, Michael, who's sitting on the couch, and I said to him, geez, you know, these New Zealanders, you give them half a chance and they'll grab it. <clears throat> and they are. They, they're that good. They, they're athletic. And, you know, I just – I was horrified. And then, of course, I, I, I would say I was horrified. I was semi-horrified because I do know that the game is only over when the whistle goes. And I know any punter worth his salt will tell you that. It's not over until it's over. And I watched the game, and, and, I, and I also know something else that's caught me as much as I've made money from it is when a team scores, the ball is they, they, the, the ball's kicked back to them the other way. So, you know, you've always got this chance that there's a three-pointer or a five-pointer. Something's coming, and, and they don't always catch the ball. So, yeah, I've been, as much as I've been on the wrong side of that, I've been on the right side. And, you know, those New Zealanders are just throwing the ball like they were throwing Hail Marys. <clears throat> I don't know what they were trying to do, but... Yeah, I was a little concerned, probably more than a little concerned, but then, you know, came back and <clears throat> got me what I needed. Excellent. It was a good win. I'm busy just typing a reply to Shane, but I might as well tell him he's asking about World Cup betting. And what we'll do, Shane, we will discuss quickly the World Cup betting. Just have a quick look at it after we talk rugby championships and before Oracle uh, departs and we get on to the N NPC. Uh, Crow tips coming in there. Oracle's blood is green, <laughs> literally. Granny's pension. I mean, I saw. I think it was the Crow Tips put on a great little, uh, great little meme on Twitter about uh, Granny's pension. I might just bring that up later as well. But Jens, of course, Oracle, you'll know as well. You're only as good as your last win, as your last week. How many coaches have said that? We've got another week ahead of us, and, and obviously, you're very eager to see what you're going to go for. And we're going to we're going to start off with with you, and let's let's uh, look at the rugby championship. I, I just want to bring the outright betting up. You and I had a quick chat. I think it was um, on Sunday. You said how they're going to be betting, and I said 13 to 20 South Africa. I see you're 15 to 20. 
What surprises me, though, is the second favourite, New Zealand at 2-1. to one. Australia, who convincingly beat, well, in the end of the score was convincing, they managed to beat Argentina away. They are 4-1, to one, and uh, Argentina 80-1. to one. So, yeah, what do you make of that outright betting, first of all? Well, the first thing I notice, <coughs> excuse me, Brent, so the first thing I notice is that South Africa's price is effectively halved or, you know, 40, uh, 60% shaved off of whatever it is. They were anything between 14 to 10 and 18 to 10, to 10, you know, depending on where you took the bet. But they've gone, you know, half of 18 to 10. They're into 9 to 10. I did see, as you've pointed out, 7.5 and, and 8 to 10 around. New Zealand prices doubled. They went from 9 to 10, even money, to 2 to 1. Argentina went from 40, 50 to 1 to 100 to 1. But interestingly, Australia's price only moved slightly. They moved from 5 to 1 to 4 to 1. And I've got to believe, I'm pretty sure Henrik will agree with me here, but to win this tournament as a non-New Zealand team, you almost have to beat them twice. Beating them once, you don't win this tournament. It's just, it's one of those kind of, because there's only four competitors, to, to win this tournament, you've got to beat New Zealand twice. And I'm thinking South Africa beat, if, you know, if I'm expecting them to, but if they do beat them twice, you know, what price do they go next week? Do they go three to 10? They go one to five? For me, they've sewn it up. Um, I don't, I think this is the end. If they win this game, they've won this tournament. I think it's very difficult for everybody else. I say everybody else, Australia and Argentina to win this tournament other than New Zealand. I just can't see, I can't see New Zealand winning it. This is probably between South Africa and, and Australia, depending on how well Australia play against New Zealand. And that we have to think about. And those are the last two games. So we still got to wait four weeks before that even happens, or three weeks. I don't know how long it is. But I've got to say at 9 to 10, South Africa are 5 to 10 to win this game, arguably between 4 to 10 and just over 5 to 10. If you like South Africa, take the 9 to 10 to win the tournament. If you don't have tournament exposure already, because that's a cracking price. They've already won one game. We're not going to New Zealand. This is the most important thing here. South Africa are not going to New Zealand to play a game. We are not sitting on those shores. We won't see that long white cloud. We won't see our Justin Marshall on the side of the field in, in New Zealand. Not going to happen. We're not going there. And that's massive in this tournament. So for me, 9 to 10 is still a gift. 14, 15, 18 to 10 last week was huge. And I know the conductor said they were 22 to 10, but they were, what he didn't say last week is they were 22 to 10 before Ireland beat them twice. After Ireland beat them twice, they went from 22 to 10 to 18 to 10. That's not a big correction. This tournament should have started maybe 12 to 10 a pair if you if you know if bookmakers are still worried about New Zealand. But South Africa, it, anything, seriously, anything over 12 to 10 last week was value. So, yeah, that's my take on it. This is between Australia and South Africa, and it all depends on how well South Africa play in Australia. Well, let's go to Henrik for his thoughts on the outright. And Shark Brain coming in there, Henrik, and saying box have a weak record in Australia, which also lends itself a little bit to what, what Gavin is saying. And that's kind of the way I'm reading this as well. I'm seeing this as a two-horse race with the box-worthy favourites um, against... Uh, but, but, but Australia being the second horse, not New Zealand. What are your thoughts? Sorry, if uh, I forgot to un unmute myself. Yeah, um, yeah Brent, um, this, this is the box tournament to lose now. Um, I expect him to win, win this weekend as well, um, like Oracle, and the, the price will then be too low to back them. So if you want exposure on the tournament, now is the time today or tomorrow or Saturday during the day to back them. Um, oh, at the, at the price, um, at odds on for a tournament um, bet for me, I don't like taking such 
short prices. But if you have extra money that you want to invest, you can do it. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I would rather um, just go on the prices. But we're talking about the, the tournament now. Um, like you said, well, one of the comments said um, Australia, so the box don't have a good record in Australia. But if I remember correctly, um, the box don't play Australia in, in Brisbane. And Brisbane is like the Eden Park um, for New Zealand or our Alice Park. So that's the, the tough ground to play them on. So I, I see the box winning at least one of the tests in Australia if they take the strongest team. So that, that's the other thing we have to consider with Ninova and Rassi in charge. They, they do strange stuff. We saw that in the Wales um, series with that second test. Um, and even I think before the, the World Cup, 2019 World Cup, Rassi did something in 2018 as well, something like that. I can't remember correctly now. But So that's the one concern you do have. Um, so, so I won't be putting money on that price in the box. But for me, it is the box tournament to, to lose. And I, I can see the box. If they pick the strongest team for every game here or, or strong thereabouts, I can see them um, going to this tournament without losing a game. Right. Well, Henrik, I'm going to stick with you for the, the match itself. Now, Gavin, you asked on WhatsApp earlier in the week, what's the cap going to be? And I think I said minus six and a half. So it's come out pretty close to where I expected. Um, and I know you're going to have an opinion on this one. And that's why I'm going to give Henrik first crack at the game. There's nothing like following Oracle after a, after this game. Henrik, a minus five and a half there. Are you getting involved? Any other markets that catch eye? I did see just popping on. I see the points line here, which... Unfortunately, I lost last week because I was high on points, uh, 45 and a half, and I went again at halftime at 36 and a half. Um, the points line, 47 and a half. So it's a couple of points up from last week. Give us your views on this one. Now, Brent, on, on the handicap, um, firstly, um, it's probably the, the right place where, where you expect it to come out. Um, just with New Zealand's, um, the, 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 the history of New Zealand's rugby, and they've been a good side over years. So, you you, as a bookmaker, you probably have to come out here, but the handicap is way too low. The the box are going to smash this. I'm I'm very confident of the box winning, but by, by, this handicap should be 15.5. That's that's where it should be between where the teams are at the moment. Um, this all black team, they've got no confidence. They are badly coached. The thing is, we've seen this coming. I've said from the start, from the start when Foster was appointed. I, I, I predicted this, so I'm, I'm probably a bit arrogant now, but I, I, I saw this coming. And we as ordinary punters, ordinary rugby people could see this coming for New Zealand. How could the administrators in New Zealand not see this coming? I, I can't actually believe that they appointed Foster. They thought, well, we've got the players. New Zealand will always keep winning. But Foster has always had a poor uh, coaching record um, with the provincial teams he's coached. He is a poor coach. He had poor assistant coaches. John Plumtree is a horrible coach. I know a lot of people would would not agree with me on that, but I've never rated him. He's a poor coach. So, and you know, rugby gets one up front, um, and you've got to have a good um, front uh, forwards coach. That that's very um, important. Um, yeah, the under so, so yeah, I'm very confident on the minus because I don't see New Zealand scoring points and and. And touching on that and going on to the point, I was on overs last week as well. And I'm actually, on in hindsight, it was a stupid bet. Um, I can't believe I went overs 
because how can you go over some type of points when New Zealand are not going to score any points? In the third test against um, Ireland, I actually made a tweet during the first half that I've never seen New Zealand's um, attack look as poor as it is. They are useless on attack at the moment. They've got no um, plan. Um, I, I can't see them scoring points. So it was a stupid bit from my side last week going overs because how can you go over some type of points if New Zealand's not going to contribute? And they're playing against a much better defensive side in South Africa. So this week as well, if you like overs, take Bok overs. Don't take total overs because New Zealand, they're not going to contribute. They'll maybe score one, maybe if they're lucky, two tries. They made a few changes. They, they brought in Richie good change. They've still got a poor front row, in my opinion. They've got a poor scrum off. Aaron Smith is way past his best. Um, I would have started Finlay Christie in this one. Um, just because anything, in my opinion, is better than Aaron Smith at the moment. He's way past his sell by that. They've got two very poor centers, David Tavili and Rico Ioane. Your number 13 is so important in the defensive channel, and we've got a brilliant 13 in Am. Um, we've got the best inside center in the world in the Lender. We've got the best center combination, again, probably the worst center combination in world rugby. And then... Um, we've got the best scrum. We've got a brilliant lineup. I'm a bit concerned about Weber's um, lineup throws. He's been suspect in that um, department. So that's a that's my only concern in this brand. But yeah, I'm I'm confident on the on the minus on this box. Um, I, I would be looking at at an under <coughs> Zealand here, even though it's at altitude. Um, yeah, I won't go over some total points here. Yeah, it's interesting. Last week it took me about. Eight minutes to regret my overs bet last week. But like a lab rat, I stormed in the gate at half time. Don't ask me what I was watching with a big crowd of people and I wanted to cheer. But anyway, that takes us on to the Argentina game now, Henrik. No, I'm just kidding, Gavin. Yeah. We're going to come to you now for the ball game. <laughs> right, Gav, you're away, son. It's minus five and a half. I know you've already taken a bit of a plus six and a half for private bets with guys of that on, on WhatsApp and stuff like that. What's the verdict here? How big should this cap be? Because, I mean, Henrik's already said 15 and a half. Yeah, sorry, not plus six and a half, Brent, minus six and a half. Sorry, minus six and a half, correct. correct Just sorry. in case people incorrectly follow you there, because we don't want them doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'll be honest with you, I'm very surprised that this handicap has moved three points, because that's what's happened here. I mean, last week they started at, at, at a scratch game, and they ended up, uh, sorry, they opened at a scratch game, they ended up at uh, minus five. Sorry, minus two, which is just a two-point move for the four or five days from the opening price. And now, after that, South Africa left points on the field there, Brent. But I'm going to start with a little statistic here, which I went and investigated myself today. So, I heard that it was a 94-year-old record beating them by 16. So, I thought to myself, geez, that's incredible. Eh? So, we've obviously beaten them by more. Otherwise, they would have said it was an all-time record. So as it happens, South Africa have, won, have beaten the New Zealand, uh, the All Blacks, 17-0. It, it was 100 years ago, whatever, 93 years ago, whatever. whatever. And I thought to myself, <clears throat> surely we've beaten them by the most, <coughs> excuse me, the highest margin ever. But it's not true. The highest margin that this team has been beaten by in 100 years of rugby or 112 years of rugby or however long they've been playing is 19. Nobody wow. has wow. beaten New Zealand by more than 19 points. So the two hasn't even arrived yet. 20, 21, 20 has never arrived. And I'm going to tell you, this week, it's arriving. 
How many? Uh, what number follows the two? I don't know. But this is seriously the absolute worst New Zealand team I've ever seen. In fact, I'm going to suggest that South Africa are, are good. They're not their best. They can do better. But this New Zealand team is so bad that I'm not going to say anyone can beat them. But anyone who's come close to beating them, like Scotland, have never beaten this team before. I say you give them a crack, they can win this game. This New Zealand team is, and Henrik told us, and he told us, I think, two years ago, Henrik, this is a rubbish coach. He said, this Oak's rubbish. Well, maybe not those words, but he suggested he was below par, which he's 100% right. I don't know much about him, and I'm surprised he coached anybody before. I've never, I've never heard of the guy. In fact, I'd never even heard of him after he'd played. He'd coached four games for the All Blacks. That's when I started to understand who people were talking about. But, yeah, I mean, they look, they're interviewing this guy, and he's saying, we did well on Saturday. And do yeah, well on Saturday. <laughs> Avoiding <laughs> zero was, uh, I suppose, is a result for them. They avoided zero. They got a few points. They were very lucky to score a try right at the end, which was obviously negated by extremely bad passing, which wasn't the first attempt at that. We're going to a venue now that has more points, and not just more points for South Africa, but the Lions and every other team. The the the, the total points that you get at Ellis Park is always higher than Mbombela. So I'm of the opinion we left a few points on the, on the field, maybe five, ten, another try, maybe two tries we left on the field. We didn't score. We didn't miss any penalties. Or I think we missed one kick. <coughs> they didn't have many penalties. We didn't have, they didn't have many. Uh, we didn't give them penalties. Our scrum is working well. I don't know why, but it's working very well. What I mean when I say I don't know why, I don't know which particular player is responsible for that. But honestly... You know, never mind Granny's pension and all of that other stuff. If you, if you sitting there watching the show and you saying, "What do I do this weekend?" This is a hundred percent South Africa minus. There is no other bet to take. If you really think New Zealand are going to win this game, take an even ten rand with your mother, your wife, your kid, and watch the game. You'll save yourself a fortune. Do not back New Zealand in this match. <clears throat> this is the end for them. In fact, I'm going to suggest that they're playing. They're playing uh, Argentina next week. Argentina beat them a year and a half ago or two years ago. This Argentina team that failed in the last 20 minutes last week can also beat this New Zealand team. And they'll probably start at 7 and 8 to 1. It's possible. It's not the favourite, sure. But I'm going to suggest anybody can beat this team. They're so bad at the moment. They don't, they're clueless. They have no idea what they're doing. Watch, just watch that game again and pick any moment in the game and just watch how they play. They're literally throwing the ball like they they have no idea where they're throwing it to. These are Hail Marys that in a normal game you see maybe one and an outrageous game you see two. Yeah, you've seen four or five. This is teams that are getting the ball. They're going sideways. They don't know where to go. They're not going forwards. And when, when they're going forwards, they're just getting tackled. And our line speed is so good. We know who's going to get the ball. We know where to deal, deal with it. Malcolm Mark's getting five. It's funny when you hear somebody say they've got five, right, five turnovers. Like, that's massive. In a game like this, if you get three, it's massive. He's getting five. That that carrot top oak that won the under 20, I can't remember his name, Kitsoff, I think it is. And he also stole a couple of balls. I mean, this is a South African team that's confident. Now, so I'm hearing this week and I'm reading New Zealand. They say they're not scared of this uh, Ellis Park story. You know why they're not scared? Because they've arrived with decent teams in the past. And they've 
They've never smashed us at Ellis. Well, they haven't smashed us at Ellis Park that I can remember. If they've won, it's been 10 or, you know, 8 or 7, and they've won the game. But this is not a beat South Africa by 10 game. And I was looking at some of the prices today and thinking to myself, how, how would anybody and – and I'm going to use a couch critic here. He, he loves to take the 4 to 10s. I think in the 4 to 10 on New Zealand, there's like plus 7 or 8. And I'm thinking, I couldn't take that. This is more than 8. This is more than 10. 16 last week was, you know, <clears throat> yes, we scored at the end and they scored at the end. We still were winning by 16 before that. I, I, this, is, this, is world, this is record time. We've waited 102. We've had 102 test matches. This is now number 103. Whatever record we had, 17-0. I'm not going to suggest they're going to get nil today. Modern rugby teams barely get nil in, in cases like this. They'll get their three or six. I don't think New Zealand score a try. If New Zealand get 12 points in this game, it's a lot. Um, Henrik was right. If you're going to go over, rather go over on South Africa. But I'm going to guess that the <clears throat> total points in this game probably going to be about 47, let's say, 46, 47, around about that number. Yeah, it's 47 and a half, Okay, so if it's 47 and a half and there's a five-point handicap, that, that's 42, that's 21. New Zealand are not going to get 21. Um, South Africa would box, be 26. Right, box 26 and a half. Yeah, so 26, 21. I'm going to say that, yes, South Africa should get more than uh, 26. But you're, it's more likely that New Zealand get less than 21 than South Africa get over 26. You know, there can be a lot of points. Yeah, sure, it can be, there can be 60 points in this game, but they're not coming from New Zealand. They just aren't. This team is, it's the end for them. This is, if they don't change this coach next week, Argentina will beat them twice. This is it for them. It's over. Uh, the, so, so now we spoke about the handicap being three points different from two to five. So the minus 14 I got last week at five, I got it at 5.2 at the end. So just over five to one. Today, I've got to take minus 17 at nine to two. So I'm losing 10% of my price, but I'm giving away another three points. So it's the same as the, the two to the five measure you know, 15 to, to 18. I, I can only win at 18. <clears throat> I did see that WSB had a couple of uh, uh, handicaps that went right up to 30. I was amazed when I saw minus 30 was 10, 10 to 1. That's wrong. That should be 50 to 1, even with this team, because New Zealand are not, when I say they're rubbish, they're rubbish on New Zealand standards. They don't, I don't, if South Africa win this game by 30, I would be surprised. But honestly, I think it'd be just over 20, 21, 22, 23. If you can get yourself a minus 15, 16, 17, 18 at four to one or bigger, that's the kind of punch you should be taking here. And if you're really worried, don't take minus five and a half. Take minus nine and a half and get your 18 to 10, 17 to, 17 to 10, 15 to 10, whatever it is. That's some value as well if you're really worried about it. Because you, as you saw last week, there could be a free try. But honestly, this is not about being South Africa being fantastic here. They could. But they're not fantastic. They're still building. This is absolute 100% rubbish New Zealand. Simple. Right. Well, I'm going to go on to the next game. Um, I think I'm going to start with Henrik just because I don't think he's spoken for quite a long time. That might have been the longest speech that I've ever heard where I haven't got a word in edgeways. <laughs> but good, confident thoughts there from the Oracle. Uh, Henrik, I'm going to give you first crack at this one as well so you can rest up for the NPC. It's funny, though, hey, I mean, the Bok New Zealand game just grabs all the headlines. This is very yeah. much... I mean, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't get too involved in this game last weekend either. And it's just like, 
it's almost like no one really cares about this game, but obviously still a betting prospect. We've got Argentina here plus four and a half, which is round about where I handicapped the game. They were leading. They, I thought they were going to win last weekend. They were leading comfortably, and in the end, the Aussies won, won well. What's going to happen here, Henrik? Yeah, Brent, um, just before I uh, go into this, this one, like you said now, the the New Zealand and, and the box at the moment, all the news is about that because everybody is it's, it's so... Um, I can't remember the word now, but it's so shocking that New Zealand is ba so bad at the moment that it dominates the news. And so, so you have, actually have to go and search for news on, on Australia and, and Argentina. Um, but yeah, also just before I go on to this one, like Oracle said, now the box, they're good, but they are not play, they're not playing excellent rugby as, as much as they dominated last week. And it's... It's, it was the, the, the most that I've ever seen them dominate New Zealand. I've never seen them dominate New Zealand like they did. The box weren't that good even. It's just New Zealand are so poor at the moment. They made Ireland look very good. And Ireland, they're not that good a side. Everybody says, oh, Ireland, best side in the world, the second best side in the world. Whatever. Ireland are not that good at the moment. It's just New Zealand that made them look so poor. Um, Okay, let's go on to this one then. Sorry about that. Um, no Australia, they've had a lot of injuries. I, um, I was on Argentina to win last week. I was on Argentina Plus and Argentina Overs. Um, luckily, my biggest one of those was over 20 or 21 and a half points on Argentina, and that arrived. So that, that uh, thanks to that, I made, just made a small loss on that game because I was on the plus and, and the win as well. Um, but uh, Australia had a lot of injuries coming into that game. They had Hooper who pulled out late. And now they've got some new fresh injuries as well. Ante Passami pulling out today. Um, I'm going to go for, for Argentina again. And, and I'm going to be on the plus here. And I, I'm going to take them to win the game as well. Um, yeah, Australia, uh, well, and in that first half, it looked like Argentina might win the game, and Australia came back well in the second half. I just feel with all the injuries, I have to go for the home side here again. Uh, and, yeah, like Johan says, the overs on, on, on this game as well, I agree. The defence, the way Argentina scored tries in that first half, it was so easy. Um, it's like... If you watch the, the box game before that, the defense was brilliant. And then you watch this game and it's like easy to get over the game line. You get it, Argentina get a uh, attacking line out in the 22, but not close to the goal line. And just get over the, the game line by three or four meters with every face. It was so easy. So, yeah, I think there will be points in this one again. And I'm going for Argentina on the plus and to win the game. Right, let's go up to Oracle then on this one. I was just getting a bit of feedback, so I knocked him off there, but he's back on. Oracle, this game, uh, I know you didn't get too involved last week. I think like many of us, you fancied Argentina. But do we go in on Argentina a bit, perhaps on the board this time? I, I did get involved last week because of my South African one. I almost gave back 30% of my profits on the South African game on this game. And let me tell you, I didn't feel disappointed at all. 19-10 up, I've got a fire going outside of my fire pit. I walked out, I came back, I saw it was 20, uh, 26 19 with 20 minutes to go. I, well, do me a favor, they're going to win by 15. 
I came back with two minutes to go and they've scored 24 unanswered points. I don't know what happened. I didn't watch it. And I've got to tell you, I didn't watch the replay either. I'm, I'm leaving it to, you know, it happened. I don't know. But that was crazy. I I, I don't know what happened. And I think that's, you know, they, they, they won that game against Scotland. They lose the next one. And they got thumped. Then they win the next one. Okay, it wasn't comfortable, but they won. And they go into this game and they're 26-19 up with... Uh, no, 26-17 up. They were up by nine with 20 minutes to go. Who's up by nine with 20? I mean, let's use this uh, good example. We're leading by 16, and suddenly we lose by 10. You know, 26 points or whatever. We lose by eight. People are going to be, what? What just happened? Because I watched I watched the whole first off. I walked outside at halftime thinking, well, this is – and I had no nice inclination nice. of back in Australia. No inclination. And, yeah, look, they can win this weekend, but I'm going to reserve my – uh, I will punt them on the board, and I'll punt them on the plus, but I'm, it's 100% subjected to, uh, sorry, uh, related to how much money I make on the South African game because I'm not putting money up now. And, in fact, that handicap moved last week from, I think it was eight, like Tuesday, Wednesday. It was eight and a half. And at the kickoff, at like at, at, at the, the starting price, was three and a half. I mean, that, that handicap moved five points. They're leading by nine, and then they lose. I don't know. It was odd. But, yeah. Um, Australia lost to England twice. They looked in all sorts of trouble in the first half in this game last week. They had 20 minutes of decent rugby, and they and they won the game by, yeah, I don't know, 14 points or whatever it was. I, there's no confidence on Australia here. This is... Argentina for me, but only, you know, it's a very small bet compared to South Africa. Right now, it's very yeah. small. As you say, you'll wait and see also how your your, your previous game goes. Uh, 50 and a half is the points line, as Brendan Vessel says, uh, uh, the conductor. Um, you know, last week, plenty of points in it. And the Croatops making the point that a weak Australian or an injured Australian side often does lead to a high-scoring match. So, overs... That's, that's Henrik, that's is that uh, that's high, uh, inland, like uh, altitude? That San Juan. I don't think it's on the the, the coast. Uh, my geography was never my strong point. I'm not sure, but I'm sure if Henrik can't point that out, someone like the conductor probably probably can. Um, well, let's go, um, uh, Oracle. Let's just get. I mean, we're pretty limited this week in terms of what, your choice of base bets, it's, and we kind of know what it is, right? We got a pretty yeah, good but idea. But yeah, you wanted to talk about the World Cup, and I'm happy to talk about oh, yeah, that for yeah, a couple. Let's, let's do that. Let's, let's bring up the World Cup rating. Yeah, what Henrik's uh, uh, thought process here is as well. Because for me, I think that France are too short. I know they're at home, and yes, they are worthy favourites. But I think at five to two, they're a little bit short. I'm not suggesting that they are not. They shouldn't be favourites. It's just, it's almost like the bookmakers are trying to come up with some sort of way of making up their 115% or whatever they bet on these tournaments because it's too short for me. Um, we've been used to New Zealand starting tournaments, as, as I said last week, at you know, 14 to 10, 15 to 10, 18 to 10, maybe 2 to 1. France at 5 to 2 just seems a little bit short. Um, I know that some of it would be to, uh, because of New Zealand not being favourites, but it's just, it just still feels short. For me, the value... Definitely South Africa and and Ireland at, at this price. I think you're getting Ireland at seven or eight to one. I think it is a bit of value. It's a European World Cup. <clears throat> For me, South Africa, they've won there before. 
They are the form team at the moment. I know that France haven't lost a game in 10, 12 games or whatever it is, but they're too short. At 5-2, to two, they're too short, too short. South Africa and Ireland at 7s, 6.5, 7, 8 to 1. There's a bit of value there. I wouldn't touch New Zealand at this price. I think it'll go out a little bit. Australia, there's no evidence that their price should be uh, uh, short either. And England, you know, we're only really going to know after that six, six Nations next year. And I think those 7 to 2 or 33 to 10, a little bit short as well for me. So if you're going to take an early strike in the World Cup right now, Ireland and South Africa are the only teams that are likely to shorten and then offer a bit of value from a, a mathematical point. But honestly, any one of five teams can win that tournament next year. Rugby is not like soccer. It's too far away to know really what's going. Teams have to peak. And, yeah, we don't know what South Africa is going to do over the next year. We don't know, you know, they might change the New Zealand coach and this razor or whoever. They, in fact, they might even surprise us and come out with somebody else. And um, suddenly, you know, that New Zealand team's great on paper. They just need to be educated and they need to be, you know, given uh, we used to call it uh, when I was young an AAK, an attitude adjustment club. They need one of those to get themselves back into line for what, you know, what they should be doing because they've lost their way. They, they, they've sure lost you, their, they don't have a they never want GPS. They've lost their map book. I'm sure you took a few AAKs in your time there, Gav. Let's, <laughs> Let's get Andrick's opinion on the World Cup betting. Because yeah, the thing for me about the World Cup, the tough thing, Andrick, is that you just know that two of the top four teams are effectively bowing out. And that's why England are probably quite a short price because they got a pretty easy run through potentially to the semis. But you know that Ireland and, and South Africa in a group and, and then they play New Zealand or France. You know, yeah. and we're just assuming that Scotland don't cause an upset in the group, which is not impossible either. Um, yeah. I mean, that's what makes it difficult to get involved. What, do, what is your views? I, I have to say that if you look at it on face value, South Africa are the value here. And I've said all along, for me, the one team that can stop France is South Africa. And I put it down purely to the forward packs. I still say Ireland, you can see it with Leinster when they play the club. They look brilliant until they come up against a pack that muscles up against them. And I think the same thing might happen to this Irish side. I think they're going to be better than... than they're not going to be hammered like they were last World Cup. But I think they're going to battle against the strong pack. So for me, it's South Africa and France. And South Africa, double the price, I think, are a bit of value. What do you think? Now, Brent, in my opinion, it's also a two-horse race between um, South Africa and France. Um, both of them have they've got tough groups and also that they're going to have a tough quarterfinal um, because New, New Zealand and France in the same group, um, South Africa, Ireland and Scotland, like you said, in the same group. So that's a tough half of the draw. And then um, England, Wales, Australia, um, all of those, they, they have a much easier run into the um, the, the playoff games. So let's let's say France beat New Zealand in the pool stages. Um, then South Africa and South Africa beat Ireland in the pool stages. South Africa get New Zealand to the quarterfinals. Um, France get Ireland in in the quarterfinals. And you've got one of those big guns dropping out, not even making the semis. Um, so yeah, it, it is a tough one, but you've got to beat the best to, to, in the end. Most most likely. Be, you have to beat the best to, to win the title. And like you said now, um, South Africa and France, they've got the packs to compete. And in my opinion, I've also always been a big believer of rugby games get one up front. It doesn't, especially in World Cup games, defense wins you games, set pieces wins you games, and the forwards, the, the, 
you have to dominate the breakdown. That's a, you have to get quality ball out of the breakdown, or you have to disrupt the opposition's breakdown. So forwards win the games. Flashy backs will in, in loose games it looks great and fans love it. But the forwards win the games in South Africa and France as they've got the best forwards. Ireland forwards they, they looked good against New Zealand just because New Zealand have terrible forwards at the moment. The set pieces are horrible. The scrum is a mess. They've got a poor lineup. So yeah, I, I, like you, I don't believe Ireland have the forwards to, to beat South Africa and France. In my opinion, two horse race, and then obviously South Africa double the price of the hosts. You've got to go for South Africa. That that's good value. Yeah, I agree with you there. Gab, let's get on to your um, best bet now for the game. What are you taking? Handicap, box, overs, points, New Zealand, unders, points, all three? Yeah, I've taken some minus six. Uh, that's just a, a starter. But my main bet this weekend will be uh, minus uh, 12 and a half. I'll have a decent strike, and then I'm going to have another decent strike at minus 17 and a half. Um, only because I found that to be value. The ones, the, the firms that have got... Minus 18, 19, 22 on the prices are wrong. They'd rather have a bigger strike at 17. But I'm also of the opinion that we are we're at we're at record 100 test match record levels here. I mean, I'm not gonna suggest that it's absolutely gonna happen they'll win this game by more than 20, because that will be a hundred and the 103rd game where we break that record. Um I'm just gonna suggest that it it's it's a big runner. Um, house, no. You can stick your granny's pension on anything under 15, yeah, for me. You know, more than 20 or more than 18, it's it's that extra try. And I just think it's going to happen. I think we beat them comfortably here, more than comfortably. Um, I'm going to suggest that that foster character doesn't even get on the plane with him. He'll go into uh, um, isolation here somewhere in South Africa. He won't go back home because it's not going to be fun there. Henrik, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, uh, you've obviously seen that stuff website, but I tell you, I read, I've been reading the last uh, week or so, last couple of weeks, and this, I can count on both my hands. In fact, I can count on my one hand how many people actually said, well done, South Africa. Everybody else, and we're talking about hundreds of people here. It's all New Zealand are rubbish, New Zealand are crap, the coaches this, the coaches that, the captain. I mean, that's Sam, Sam Kane comes on, he goes, yeah, we're not intimidated by Ellis Park. They bang on the bus on the way in. Oak, stop looking outside. Start looking inside. I mean, I don't know. This is they won't New Zealand won't come close here. How far away it is, you know, anybody's uh yeah, it's race over. Han, from a from a game perspective, they won't win this game. Okay, 0.47, it's below my line. You want if you like 0.47, you can take your 0.47, you're not losing yet. This is this is race over. There we go, we'll win this game. And sorry, one more thing about the um, uh, the rugby championship outright. We had Harry on the show last week talking about bonus points. New Zealand didn't get a point. That's huge. That's massive. I think, in fact, I'm going to suggest it's probably the first time they haven't got a point in uh, in South Africa um, with um, rugby championship. I don't. I think they've always come within seven of us here. I, don't, I can't remember when last we beat them by. Eight or ten points. It, you know, I, I can't remember. It's a rare occurrence. Let's put it that way. New Zealand not getting a good, Yeah. Good to see Couch on the show there. Couch, let us know a hookers thing. Couch, you'll be proud of me. Last week, I didn't win, but I had a free bet 
I think it's 250 rand at Sunbet, and I stuck it on marks to score the first try. And I was watching with a group of people, and I can't remember. We had that first scrum, and I said, we're going to win the scrum penalty. We're going to kick it into the 22, and we're going to score the try. I got two out of three. Unfortunately, we didn't get the try there. But, uh, yeah, I was going for it. So, Couch, if you fancy anything this weekend, I know Couch has got his show that he does normally in Afrikaans, and he's doing it tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. That's why he hasn't been on our show for a while. It's normally on a Thursday, so good to see you there. Couch, and just Steph and uh, Shark Brain having a bit of a debate. Let's put it this way, guys. The Ireland-South Africa match at the end of the year is going to be very interesting, the way the lads are going on in the live chat there. But, Gavin, Oracle, great to have you on the show. Look forward to uh, hopefully another a confident synopsis from you and, and uh, sort of savouring a couple of winning bets. Yeah, thanks, Brent. I just want to point out something. And I took, like I said, I took a bit of heat a couple of weeks ago. And I'd just like to say to the public, the commenting public, and, and Henrik, you know about them as well, and, and Brent, as much as the abuse I've got over the, over the years, it's, it's been years now, actually. I started this little journey in 2017, blamed my kid today, started on a couch that Wednesday night all those years ago. But you know what? Listen, everybody, whoever's watching, and, and thanks very much for the very nice – I got a lot of private messages this week thanking me. You know, it's all good. I, I don't take any of you personally. I, I don't have any issues like that. You want to throw me abuse, throw it to me. But it's it's funny. As much, uh, you know, I, I understand people want to get abusive when you get, uh, you know, when you get it wrong. That's fine. But, yeah, you're welcome to come on the show with us if you want to. But, yeah, thanks to the thanks to the boys on the chat here and, the, and Twitter and some private messages. Thanks very much. I really appreciate it. It made my week that much better. Thanks very much. Excellent. That was Oracle Rugby. Oracle, great to have you on, mate. Hope you'll stay on and watch the NPC for some bets there as well. Great stuff, man. Um, right, Henrik, let's move on to some Bunnings NPC. Uh, yeah, it, interesting. I see there was a bit of a midweek game there, uh, but I haven't I haven't really got my teeth into this yet. I might I'll see what sort of confidence you've got before deciding whether to do a rugby actor in the newsletter tomorrow. But let's start off. Um, Hawks Bay minus 16 and a half against counties. Yeah, Brent, I, I didn't have the, the best thought on the tournament. Um, I, I got Canterbury on the first game and then over the weekend, uh, on sun, Sunday was my two big um, plays and I got Taranaki Araby wrong and I got Southland correct. And then, yes, not was it yesterday, yeah, yesterday morning, I, I went for Manawatu again and lost there again. So I haven't had the best of thoughts. And unfortunately, I've been extremely busy with work the past couple of days. So I haven't done a lot of research, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it my best here. Um, this one tomorrow morning is the first Shield Challenge of the, um, of the year. Hawks Bay at home defending the Shield um, against counties. Um, yeah, counties, they um, caused a bit of a shock um, last week, um, beating... Uh, who was it? Was the Togo, right? Uh, yeah, Togo were quite fancy. Um, Togo were highly fancy. I know conductor, yeah, I think, yeah. fancy And then counties that they beat them by one point in the end at home. Um, so yeah, that, that was quite impressive. Um, Hawks Bay, they were, were impressive in their first game away to Waikato as well, drawing there, um, going to Golden Point. Um, yeah, so 16 and a half at home for Hawks Bay. I, I'm leaning counties here. I know it's it's a shield challenge of Hawks Bay. They're, they're big on the shield challenges. They always get up. But in my opinion, they're, they're missing Ashton. They will miss Ashton a lot this year. Brad Weber is there. He's an inspirational ca captain as well, but not 
at the levels that Ash Diction was, especially with the shield challenges. So I've I've got um, guarantees on the plus here on this game. Not not very confident, but um, I, yeah, I think um, it's the right way to go here. Wolfsburg will win the game, but I don't see them winning by more than 16. And quickly, I see this is the only game where I've got a points quote, 53 and a half. Mm, yeah, I haven't had any look at conditions or anything here. Um, most of the games so far has been overs. You you get, there was a few games that was very low. And then most of the, of the other games, like way over the overs quote. So in my opinion, if you go, this is, oh, you know, I love going on this and I have to believe that um, over a long period of time in rugby games, if, if you go unless blindly, you'll make money. But I reckon on the NPC, if you go overs, overs blindly, it, over over the year, you'll you'll make a profit. Um, New Zealand, they don't have a focus on, on defense. Um, they just want to entertain and, and, yeah, it's come back to bite them at the highest level now. Um, but yeah, I think go overs. If you if you unsure, go overs un, unless you have a really strong fancy on on this game. Right, a couple of the boys uh, piping in there on the MPC being predictable. So sharp brain Johan is also records overs. I did see a comment from Chris at the Crow Tip saying he likes Cart Critic on the show as much for his little jibes at me and putting me in my place <laughs> as his bet. So yeah, interesting that uh, I have to watch Couch when he comes back on. But Couch, it certainly will be good to have you on the show again sometime soon. Uh, Conduct having the final word on that game. Ben O'Keefe is ref, but Hawks Bay should cover this by themselves. Right, sure. let's go on to the next game. Uh, Otago, I think, uh, proved costly to follow last week. Yes. Uh, plus five and a half here, Henrik, against Tasman. Now, Tasman over the, the past few years have been very good to me and I, I've, I've followed them and made good money backing them. But in my opinion, they're not the Tasman of old. Um, I, I had a quick look at their team just before the show and it, on paper, it, it doesn't look very good. They've got Leva Amua, um, the inside center, who I rate highly. And he's, in my opinion, he's carrying that team. Like literally the way he carries defenders on his back, he's a very strong um, 12. Uh, but apart from him, there's not much on paper for that um, Tasman team. And Southland um, ran, them, ran them close and very. they could have won that game. Utago, um, they've dropped um, Joshua Wane. They've brought in the under 20 um, New Zealand under 20 fly off, um, who's rated highly. Um, and the Otago team looks good on paper. At home, Otago, I think they can win this game. So I like the plus six and a half here. Right, the plus for Otago there for Henrik. If you do enjoy the show, give us a like. It certainly helps the rankings. And yeah, if you don't catch the show live and you still want to have your say, do leave us a comment down below. I always enjoy chatting with the guys over the weekends in the comment section. Let's move on to the next game, Henrik. We've got Northland plus 11 and a half against Wakachi. Now, Northland went... Um, Taranaki and they beat Taranaki. I, I was confident on Taranaki minus 17 and a half um, against Northland and, and Northland upset them and won in a very low scoring game, 13-11. Um, and Waikato, they drew it home against Hawks Bay. Um, yeah, so this one, the Northland getting a 13 and a half, well, 11 and a half at playoff. I, I'm looking at Sunbet on my side, so you get there about um, a double-digit start to Northland at um, North, you, you can't ignore Northland going to turn off and winning away from home. Um, so, yeah, you've got to take the plus here. Even though 
Um, Waikato, they are a decent team. They won the Premiership last week, last year. Um, yeah, I, I think Northland plus all the way, yeah. Right, the next game, Canterbury, who were pretty impressive last week uh, with, a, with a massive win over Manawatu, I think it was. Canterbury minus seven and a half against Wellington. Yeah, I've, I've not seen... I've seen the, the, the Wellington team, but I haven't seen the... Um, the, the Canterbury team. I suspect um, Canterbury will pick the strongest side here because it's against Wellington. They're a good side, um, but yeah, this this Canterbury team. They were so impressive last week. They scrum dominated. Owen Franks. That's a massive acquisition for for them, um, and yeah, it starts up front. I think this is too low. I, I, I can at home. I can see Canterbury beating this one comfortably. I like the minus a lot here, Brent. Yeah, the other guys on the in the chat seem to be in agreement there. Um, next game, Bay of Plenty, Henrik minus one and a half against Taranaki. Now Taranaki, they they were good to me last year, but just they were shocking last week. Bay, Bay of Plenty. Um, I'm sorry, like I said, I didn't do a lot of uh, work here. They they just lost against. Wellington in Wellington uh, in a high-scoring game by two two points. Yeah, I, I, I've got to go for Taranaki again. Yeah, um, at that price, it's, uh, if you get well, I'll, I'll call Taranaki to win the game with even money. Um, I, I'm a big fan of their coach um, Neil Barnes. He's a no-nonsense, hard-nosed type of coach, and yeah, I think he would have drilled the guys this this week. And I, I I'm hoping for more hoping than expecting a bounce back from Taranaki. Um, after last week, I can't be confident, but yeah, I'm calling Taranaki for the win, yeah. Right, Southland plus 14 and a half against Auckland. Now, Brent, um, Southland, they they used to be the, the, the boys that took 60, 70 points um, every week, week in, week out from teams. They hardly scored a try. And the last, well, from last year, they started turning it around, and I like their coach as well. And um, they, they, like I said, they could have beaten Tasman at at in at Tasman at in Nelson last week, and, and um, yeah, probably um, Auckland winning uh, by a lot of points um, yesterday against Manawatu um, with the second string team got us two or three points on this one. Um, I like Southland a lot here, Brent. Um, this this handicap, 14 and a half, two, two converted tries. Brent, I, I want to go as far as calling Southland to win the game. Um, really? I, I, I won't be upset. I won't be surprised to see them beating Auckland here. Um, I expect a very good season from Southland. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident on the plus, and I won't be surprised to see them winning the game. Well, I'm looking for a best bet for the newsletter. When Henrik starts suggesting that a 14.5-point underdog might be able to win the game, it's certainly going to come into play for the newsletter best bet. If you haven't subscribed yet, there will be a link down below. Uh, conductor rubber stamping that one, saying stags all the way. <laughs> Antlers up, baby. Really like that one. Nice one there, Conductor. Let's move on to the last game then of the weekend, Henrik. North Harbour minus 14.5 against Manawatu. No, no, um, Manawatu, they were very good last year, but they've had two horrible games. Um, they've got so they played they, yesterday they, as well, eh? On Wednesday, yeah, was yes, that, yes, yes. Okay, so they, they, they played three games in a week, yes, like like Auckland as well. Um, okay. so they, they they took more than 100 
points in their first two games. Um, so they, as good as they were last year, um, it doesn't look good for them this year. Uh, North Harbour, that they played very well against um, Auckland in that first game. Just let me just check out. <laughs> they, they lost by ten points in the end against um, Auckland, but they actually looked quite good. And at home, minus 14 and a half, I like um, North Harbour a lot. Yeah, I think they'll beat this uh, minus easily. And I think there will be a lot of points in this game as well. Conductor, certainly agreeing with you there on, on the minus. And uh, yeah, that, this could be one. What, what, let's have a look at the 6.35 Sunday morning. So things didn't go your way well on, or very well on Saturday. You could wake up nice and early South African diamond. Great that we got a... A couple of New Zealanders are watching the show, um, and Mark, of course, uh, watching in Asia as well, nice and early in the morning. So we've got guys watching all over at all times. Right, Henrik, it's that time of show for you as well. Let's get your best bet or best bets for the weekend. Yeah, Brent, you, you probably won't be surprised if, that I'm going for Southland um, because, I, I won't, like I said, I won't be surprised um, at them winning the game. So uh, two converted tries at home. Um, it's... Uh, Auckland's third game in a week. Um, it, they're going to play their best team, and, and they did well um, beating North Harbour. Um, North Harbour's quality side. But I, I just like the Southland side this year, and I expect a very good season from them. Uh, my best bet, Southland, plus 14.5. And, and, yeah, the second best, probably the box under minus. Excellent. Good stuff, Henrik. That's uh, the best bet. Just a reminder, you can also go on to the Good for the Game website, our written previews will be having those up. I think the, the, the templates are probably up already, but we'll have those up uh, sometime tomorrow and also the newsletter going up. But Henrik, thanks very much. Uh, great to have you back on the show. And uh, yeah, I look forward to your following your tips there on the NPC as well as on the Rugby Championship. It was great having the Oracle. And of course, all the boys on the live chat, uh, great contributions as always. Another exciting edition of the Handicap. We look forward to next week. First of all, Henrik, just quickly, is there a week off now between... Rugby Championship games, or is there Rugby Championship next week? I actually don't know, Brent. I've got no idea. Um, yeah, because the teams have to travel now. I'm not sure. I haven't that. I haven't looked that far yet. You can maybe. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you can maybe check quickly if you want to. Um, I just want to uh, also give a, a big ups to the guys on the comments. I, I enjoy. I, I you while the show's on, you probably see me uh, glancing onto my right sometimes. Yeah. I read the comments and. The comments from the guys, top class and quality comments. And yeah, I enjoy all the comments from the guys. So yeah, thanks for the guys tuning in, making time, uh, watching the show. I enjoy being on the show. And yeah, it's, it's knowledgeable, guys, um, following the show and watching the show. And yeah, I really enjoy it. And, and lots of times you get comments from the um, the, the guys. And it, it yeah, I... I um, switch my mind and, and I look at the game differently and I get a lot of bits from the comments. So, yeah, thanks for the comments, guys. Excellent, yeah. And I'd also, even if we have a bit of disagreement, as long as it's done in a respectful way, it's always good to see a bit of debate and that on there. Um, conductor, just confirming what I'm also just looking at here, that, that we do have a one-week break, which means next week we'll probably be focused on NPC. We'll obviously have a little chat on Rugby Championship. We'll probably give Oracle the week off then, hopefully to sober up and, and join us the following week. But, Henrik, Great to chat to you. We'll see you guys next week for the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters. Thanks, Brent. Cheers, guys.